This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. This is the first time I've ever been annoyed that I lost. <laughs> And Chris Ello. Use promo code SFT Hanks. Oh. It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, it's finally a Friday. Outstanding to be with you. Uh, welcome into Gwen and Chris, everybody. 201 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. It is another edition of uh, Gwen and Chris here as we uh, roll into a championship weekend. And, of course, both of the uh, AFC and the NFC championship games will be carried right here on 97.3 The Fan Sunday. Not sure if you're aware of this, Scraby, but the 49ers will be in action Sunday, taking on the Detroit Lions. It is their annual visit to the NFC Championship game. A visit that that usually ends in defeat. It has ended in defeat each of the last two years. Will the 49ers figure it out and get it right? Will Brock Purdy rise to the level that Scraby feels he should be at? You know, I ran into my uh, godson, Connor, last night. He's in town visiting. He may drop by and say hi to us today. The, he's in uh, town like is in San Diego. He's in, San, he's oh. in town visiting, and uh, he, so he may drop by and say hi to us a little later. He's a two-time uh, fantasy football champion and uh, yes, was a finalist this year. Unfortunately, he lost to Scraby in the finals this year, so Scraby is more than happy to have him come in because Scraby wants to dance on his grave a little bit. But uh, <laughs> Well, he's danced on mine plenty. The he's first, danced on a lot of he ours has, plenty. He has. The first thing he said to me the last night, he listened to a portion of the show yesterday when he got into town. The first thing he said to me, I, I kid you not, I said, Connor, great to see you. He said, Scraby's an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, that was the first thing he said. I said, what are you referring to? Because, you know, if you say that, it's kind of a general thing, Tony. Right, Scraby's right. Scraby, and he goes. Where specifically are you talking specifically, about? Specifically, he was referring to Scraby's insistence that Brock Purdy is better than Josh Allen. <laughs> and I just, I, I told him, I said, I'm trying to protect him from himself. 
It's not. He thinks I'm. A, I'm not against you, Scraby. I'm just trying to protect you from yourself. This is this is an argument that you're going to stay after for as long why. as you can. But I don't know how you can win it. Talking about dying on a hill. I know. I know that how is, I can win it. If uh, Brock Purdy backs me up and goes out and wins a Super Bowl, that's how I win it. Nah, you really you can't win it. No, even if he wins you, a Super yes, Bowl, I can. win it. There's yes, nobody anywhere who thinks Brad Johnson or Trent Dilfer are better quarterbacks than Josh Allen. It's a popular argument. And both argument. of them won. It's a it's a fair <laughs> argument. They're both the quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. It, it was funny last yesterday off air. We had further, deeper argument about it, and I started rattling off Super Bowl champions, yes, quarterbacks, and right. I went straight to Brad Johnson. I went to Trent Dilfer, and it wasn't maybe ten, fifteen minutes later, back on on air, somebody in the chat hit Scraby with the same guys. Yeah, yeah. That, well, it's an it's an easy argument to make. I even furthered that. Evidently, now Purdy is in the uh, NFC Championship game for the second time in two seasons. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. pretty great. Mm-hmm. And so I did a little checking on that to see, you know, whose footsteps he was following in. And the last quarterback who was in the championship game in each of his first two seasons was Mark Sanchez. Ah. Then of the New York Jets. So that's not exactly a ringing endorsement for Purdy either. Here's the thing with Purdy. He may go on to be one of the best quarterbacks. We don't know. It's, uh, I mean, he's only in his second year. I mean, for what he's accomplished, we should give him a lot of credit. But we can't give him enough credit, I don't think, to put him yet ahead of the likes of Josh Allen. Uh, we will have a lot of a football talk, of course, today, including our picks a little bit later in the program as we uh, finally have to, you know, put up or shut up, guys. It is time to pick the uh, championship games, and we'll do that a little bit later. It is a Friday. We'll have a countdown today, and uh, that's coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. Won't want to miss this one. Uh, Padre Pen Pals. I mean, look, the Padres aren't going to make any news, so we're going to have to make some news about the Padres. <laughs> and uh, Padre Pen Pals is coming up in the 2 o'clock hour today. The Padres did today announce – is it the signing? Is that the proper non- way to term it? Non-roster invitations. Okay, non-roster invitations. So, yes, they have all signed. They've all signed. But now, they're not on the 40-man roster. They're not quite 40-man roster, guys. I'm looking at this, and I was hoping a couple of names would pop up that would excite me. Uh, let, let's start with the fact that there's some really young, good Padre talent on this list of non-roster invitees, including Robbie Snelling, Ethan Salas, Jackson Merrill, Jacob Marcy, right? I mean, yeah. those are names that are you know pretty exciting to Padre fans and right now. That's some of the creme de la creme of the prospects yeah, so right that's, there. Yeah, so that's given those guys quite a lift to put them you know on this list of non-roster invitees. But beyond that... Sorry, Scraby's got this camera like... All up in my face. Are you right doing now. nostril shots today? I, bas- I, didn't basically, do that. I thought you did that. I didn't, I didn't do it. it. Oh, it's probably Sam Levitt. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Sammy was here. Yeah. I just happened to catch a look at my face, and Whoa. it was just like, yowza. Yeah, oh, I thought, I thought Tony was like uh, being nice and moving his camera. <laughs> no, I'm talking. Nah, it's not gonna that happen. boy was up my nose. But what I was, what I was looking for on this uh, on this list of non roster invitees. Tony was some some guys with major league experience. Yeah. Guys that you see kind of that are out there looking for a job. Somebody that might be able to catch on and and, and kind of surprise you, but I don't see any names there's a to few, that end here. There's a few with some big league. You got experience. well Kevin Plawecki, the catcher. Plawecki. We'd heard his name before. Calvin Mitchell. 
Oh, Mitchell from uh, Milwaukee, yep, right? Yeah, yep. okay. And then uh, Oscar Mercado. He's got some, I think, with the Guardians. Okay. Well, there's a few guys then. But uh, it, it's not, other than the list of the young Padre, you know, superstars or future stars, uh, this list is, uh, it's, it's unusual. it lacks drama. It's unusual. And maybe I, I'm just, I think Kevin Copps had some time too. But it's unusual to see... Uh, Non-roster invitees from a pitching side that that you don't recognize a ton of the names. Usually, pitchers. Yeah, you see them. There's you, so many they're, of they're, them. There's so exactly that you're going to find some some guys that you know been bouncing around the major leagues on and off the last several years, but there are really no names like that on this list. So I mean, so you, when you start looking at the non-roster uh, invites and you start thinking about the Padres roster, right? I think obviously the outfielders as if I'm one of the non-roster guys and I'm in the outfield, I'm looking at this situation like this is an, oh, oppor- this is the best this is an opportunity. Be, this, this is the best place to be a non-roster guy right. with this, the Padres, right? This is an opportunity. I think the same goes for some – I mean, I don't know about necessarily starters, but there might be a space in that bullpen for a few of these non-roster yeah. guys. So. Yeah, some of the other see outs- how it goes. Some of the other outfielders that uh, I mean, Bryce Johnson, he was in the uh, Giants organization. Yep, am yep. I correct? He's I a very right. fast center fielder. Uh, don't think he can hit a lot, but if he gets on base, he can run a lot. Uh, we mentioned Jacob Marcy. Tony mentioned Oscar Mercado and Calvin Mitchell. The other two names on outfielders are Terso Ornelas. We had him in spring last year. Okay, yep. and Robert Perez Jr. So I, again, I, I think the Padres. Still better do something about their outfield before the season starts, and I'm still confident that they will. Out at Torrey Pines today, our guy Charlie Hoffman, he's not doing badly today, Scrabe. He's uh, one over uh, through ten holes. So Charlie is now minus six for the tournament, but he's seven shots off the lead held by Stefan Yeager at 13 under par. Thomas Detry is at 12 under par as the uh, PGA Tour stops here in San Diego. The biggest name anywhere close to the leaderboard is Andrew Shalfley, who's at minus seven. You've got to be a really, really hardcore golf fan to recognize any of the rest of these names yeah. among the leaders. I hate, to, I hate to say that because, you know, I love when the golf uh, tour stops here in San Diego and we're just not getting to see the same field. And it's not our fault. It's not... Yeah, well, I guess it's the PGA's tour's fault. <laughs> you got to blame somebody. But I blame Greg Norman. You're going to bra- blame it on Greg Norman. Yeah. I mean, he's taking all the big names over to the Live Tour. Yeah, yeah. So you know, does some enterprising person try to get a Live Tour event to come to San Diego Possibly. in a couple of years? Possibly. You know, and maybe I mean, even to rival this one. I, I don't know. I don't think they would use Torrey Pines. I think they would probably use one of the private sure. golf courses. Well, we here. have a few courses here. We just have like two or three. Last I checked. <laughs> Yeah, good yeah. good courses. We have, in all honesty, we have twenty five great courses yeah. here. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's plenty of places they could play a pro tournament. And here, listen, I would think. Liv yeah. has enough money to to make a a, uh, a any type of course do whatever is necessary to to make it amendable to what they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking because there is another golf course in town that's hosted many PGA Tour events, and that would be La Costa. Yeah, La Costa, but that fell out of favor they with redesigned the PGA Tour. some of it. But they've redesigned yeah. some of it, yeah. There's so many courses out here that, sure. that they could grab. All right. Yeah. But, so, but San Diego Country Club? Yeah, for sure. I think we should just go for it. Well, let's call Greg Norman ourselves. You know what? If you can't beat him, join him. 
So we'll just have Scraby call Greg Norman, and we'll say, how about the Gwen and Chris? <laughs> Invitational. <Live> Invitational <laughs> here in San that Diego. That would be awesome. We'll try to bring some of the great stars to San Diego who are missing in this year's Farmers Insurance Open. That would be amazing. The Farmers... It's we are farmers. I don't necessarily think the names on the leaderboard not being recognizable is a sign that the PGA Tour is falling because it's just some of the bigger names aren't playing well. But that, but that's what was my point yesterday, right? But who are In the, the past, bigger names? But who are even the bigger names that aren't playing well? I mean, you look down the list; there's no names you recognize either, Scrape. Let me go look. And that's what my point was yesterday: that it, you, you, because you've lost even the amount that you've lost, whether you think it's big or little, to live. Yeah, you don't have the wiggle room when you have a tournament like Farmers, and some guys are here, some guys aren't. Yeah, if they aren't playing well, they're not at the top of the leaderboard. You know, it's already in a, on weird days, so people are already kind of in terms yes, this of tuning is the third in. Round this is the third today. round. Don't right. forget, it the, is, it's yeah. over tomorrow. Uh, all right, I mean, you got Stefan Jaeger, Tomas Detry, Nikolai Hedgegaard. Michael Kim, who is a has San Diego ties. Yes, he does. We had he's him on the show way back when. Yeah, he's at nine under, so he could be the local favorite. But uh, Mathieu Pavon. Well, here's and here's, I'm just making these up because <laughs> I've never heard of any of these guys. Here's a couple Robbie of names: Shelton, Parker, Cootie. I mean, that's that's not a who's who of no. golf. No, but yesterday Colin Morikawa got cut, so he's not in the tournament. He's a big name. Jason Day got cut. He's not in the tournament anymore. He's a big name. So it's just the bigger names just aren't playing. Well, and they're not getting themselves into the fight or the first page well, of the leaderboard. I I don't know if you don't have right now. To me, Tony, if you don't have Scotty Scheffler, and he's not in this tournament, yeah, where the heck is you're your lagging, guy? You're yeah. lagging the one you know huge drawing card that you have now in the PGA Tour. It, it's it, when you start thinking of the PGA Tour in or terms Rory of, in terms I mean, of draws. It's yeah. Rory. It's Scott. Yeah, that's I, it. I, after that, I Jordan Speed still has a lot of fans. It, well, he's not. He's hanging on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was what's the other really good guy? Justin. Oh, Justin uh, Thomas. Justin Thomas. He's kind of falling off a little bit. Well. Those guys do need a big year for the PGA Tour, right? To like, survive. They were not survive. I, I would say, say yeah, survives yeah. a little strong. But, but they need a good year from those. For, guys. If you're going to lose those type of those guys to live, all of the good players need to be at their best right now. And it doesn't they, seem like they're not. They seem like they are right now. That's not happening in uh, in this particular uh, so far this weekend. We'll keep an eye on the uh, farmers leaderboard. Uh, one thing that happened last night in sports, and there's a picture here on uh, ESPN uh, adjacent to the box score of last night's Bulls Lakers game, and the caption of the picture is Lakers. Stunned on sidelines watching D'Angelo Russell's eight threes. He stunned even his own teammates yeah. by doing that last night, Tony. The Lakers, thank goodness I didn't really watch a lot of this game. I didn't get to watch any of it. They didn't miss a shot. They were 20 for 31. That's love. From the arc. That's what I'm talking about. 64%. It was the third greatest 
three-point shooting performance in NBA history. They must have packed it in in the fourth because they only won by nine, if I'm not mistaken. They were up by 19 going to the fourth. So it was a runaway, and then the, yeah, the Bulls uh, no hit killer some shots. Instinct. I tell you what, D'Angelo <laughs> no Russell is clearly trying to play himself from being traded. because he, Last night was a not a night to trade him because he was on fire with he, eight threes. He's been like this the past week, really since the rumors started that he's going to be the piece moved for Whatever point guard they get, um, he's played well. This is yeah. this is a way you can try to stay in L.A. if you keep playing like this. Yeah, well, he didn't have to do that to me last night, but he did, and the Lakers ran away from the Bulls, one forty-one to one thirty-two was the NBA final last night. All right, we are underway for a uh, Friday. Good to have you with us. You can join us on uh, YouTube as well and uh, watch the festivities. Uh, go to YouTube, search for 97.3 The Fan. You can watch uh, Tony and I and Scraby uh, go at it here over the next four hours. When we come back, uh, Tony Gwynn Jr., from what I understand, spending a little time with the uh, with some in the Padre Brass. Oh, yeah. Well, I heard about this. Are you, did you're, you hear about this? You're a big wig. <laughs> so let's find out what the big wig found out about the Friars, and uh, we'll do that when we return on uh, Gwynn and Chris. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 221 and this doesn't normally happen so I'm just going to get right to it. Apparently Scraby has some props to hand out to Mr. Ella. Yeah, I'm going to leave the room. This, <laughs> this doesn't sound like it's going anywhere good, to be honest with you. You no. know, it my, potentially could. My New Year's, one of my New Year's resolutions was to be nicer to Chris. And You've I, been doing horrible at I that. I think it lasted three hours. <laughs> You've been doing horrible yeah, at it's that. It's January 26th. You haven't been doing a good job. But I will say, we recently changed our camera situation in studio and chris is now in charge of activating his and setting camera. up his own camera and Man. i have to say i'm impressed that there's been no issues over there none there's been no conversation of screaming it over here and help me it's been a smooth process it's been so smooth that i didn't even know that there was a difference in the whole camera <laughs> thing he hadn't said a word about it yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah look at chris shaking his head so He's got it. He's got it. And I just wanted to say thank you, Chris. For... He doesn't do very much uh, well when it comes to these kinds no. of things. <laughs> no, I, th no. I think I our listeners so. know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a much more difficult transition. but are, not... they, are they streaming the <laughs> AFC or <laughs> NFC championship games? Because if are, they are, I'm going to lose my but mind. But it's not uh, no, the streaming it's... and playing He is TV. not the uh, techie tech. No, well, I represent 
everybody out there who's that, not the techie tech. <laughs> yes, he does. So I know I'm not alone. And he represents it well. So there uh, you go. My yeah. nice thing for the week. Scra- yeah. uh, Chris- That's it. You're, you get it in just <laughs> my quota. My quota. <laughs> Your one nice thing of this week. You've made now, it just in time. Everybody lock in for the rest of the show to see how Scraby does. Yeah. Uh, Chris teased it before. Um, before we went to break, I had, got to play some hoop this morning. With, oh, a, with AJ. That's what it was. It was a, I thought it was an actual. I also went down to the stadium today. Oh, okay. Right. And, uh, AJ Preller? Yeah. What, now, no, did they, AJ Preller was this basketball, morning. Yeah. Basketball. Did they send yeah. a, did they send a uh, security official with you as soon as you arrive at the stadium? No, they don't. Because remember last year, Scraby, at the uh, Fan Fest, he walked around with... Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. He, he, was, he had, uh, he had yes. Secret Service people following him wherever he went. I had, to park, I had to park like and get on the trolley to even oh, get yeah. down there no. and do my show. I mean, Tony had a helicopter. If, if, yeah. if you forgot, it was, uh, it was a pretty big deal last year. It was a very the, big deal the, uh, last fan year. Fan Fest. Very big deal. One of the biggest Fan Fest. It had to be the biggest Fan oh, Fest. It was, it was the history biggest. right there. Uh, but nonetheless, just went down there to, to kind of... See what was going on. About twenty guys there, you know, working, trying to get themselves right for with the last either. Everybody's in the home stretch of their programs in terms of strength and conditioning. You're just trying to hone it in. So, in uh, what about fifteen days, uh, pitchers and catchers. I can't believe it, man. We'll be February, there. February 11th. Days, February 11th, I heard, is uh, the day that pitchers, catchers, and Sammy Lev. Sammy Lev, yeah. Sammy yeah. Lev is going down like February. He's going before the pitchers and catchers. I right. mean, that's what kind of dedication you get from our own Sam Levitt on the pre- and post-game show. He's going to be there before the players. Yeah, it's a good. We went down there just to kind of see. We're going to talk to the manager, Mike Schilt, for a little bit. He's How is Mike? He's good, man. He's, yeah. he's He is... Uh, He's about all the right things, man. And, you know, the roster will be the roster whenever it's said and done, ultimately. But I think you can feel pretty good about the guy leading the, the way uh, going into this season. I, I, like, really I, like, I like this selection of yeah. manager. No, I do too. And it's been overlooked by the stuff that hasn't happened. <laughs> right? right? Nobody's really talked about, you know, being excited that Mike Schilt, you know, is the new manager. He comes from, uh, uh, obviously, he's been with the Padres the last two seasons prior to this. He comes from an organization that had done it right, has had done it right for a long time. Now, last year they experienced, I think, their worst season in their franchise history. Uh, but he just is, he just has the makeup of all the right stuff, and uh, we'll see where the chips fall once once the season starts. But it was just, it was. Um, it was interesting to see so many guys. I mean, I pulled into the player parking lot, and it, you know, I was expecting to be able to pick a spot to my liking, and it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't that way because there was a bunch of guys there, and I think that's, you know, testament to the kind of environment that's being created there right now. Yeah, let's remind everybody Mike Schultz, you know, resume just to get you a little more pumped up than you probably are. Yeah. Right, forty-one and twenty-eight when he took over in two thousand eighteen. That's almost a six hundred winning percentage right out of the gate. Second year he was manager of the year in the National League, ninety-one and seventy-one. Twenty twenty was his worst year, and he was thirty and twenty-eight in the shortened season. And he took the Cardinals here for the playoff against the Padres. And then the year that they fired him, he went ninety and seventy-two, winning. What was it? 18 of 19 games or something in September to get yeah. into the playoffs, only to lose on a Chris Taylor 
walk off home run in the bottom of the ninth inning at Dodger Stadium. Now listen, they don't you don't don't typically fire managers who have that kind of success. And for whatever reason, I, I think it's it's been written about. Uh, he had some pointed comments about where he saw that organization, and, and <laughs> clearly they didn't like it. They didn't agree with it, and so uh, that's why we're lucky enough to have him. But um, like I said, this is a this is a good manager, a good man, and uh, we'll see. And a competitor. I'm not that the other guys aren't, but. We're going to see some fire from this guy, I, I, and I think you fans are going to like that because I think people felt Bob Melvin not laid back, but just not really a, necessarily an in-your-face guy. Yeah, and I think I heard that a lot the last three years. I want to see somebody who's got more fire and brimstone. You will see that from time to time from yeah. Mike. Well, then Shit. they need to hire the Undertaker. It's, it's going to be. It's, it's going to be. A, a, <laughs> Tony a, a, didn't a, get that one. The Undertaker? I didn't get that. Fire and Brimstone. I think that's oh, actually yeah, Kane, yeah, maybe. That, that was Kane. All right, I'm going gonna, gonna to go back to yeah, my Get your WWE references right, buddy. I think uh, ultimately it's going to be uh, uh, an environment where these guys can thrive. And obviously they're going to need some 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 big years, uh, or, or at least some some get-back-to-normal years from from some of the guys. But Yeah, that'll be more important, actually, yeah. than the manager. Yeah. I hate to tell people. <laughs> it, it, it always is at yeah. the end of the day. Um, but yeah, it was nice. It was nice to, to kind of see some of the guys again. As you know, the the, the clubhouse is like half packed because it's getting ready to ship out to Arizona. And uh, yeah, man, this this clock is ticking. I mean, clock is ticking in terms of when everybody is reporting and, and, and so on and so forth. So very good, very good. I'm uh, glad you got to spend a little time with the skipper. Did you see that the Aztecs uh, found their way on the uh, front of the college uh, part of ESPN? Yeah, today? ESPN's uh, college uh, page today. Yeah, there was a. I think it was Reese Waters. It was yeah, it was Reese Waters, and it was really about the Mountain West. And how about this nationally being recognized as a conference that very well could get five. Should in possibly fact, the, the, six. The current bracketology has them with five teams in the NCAA tournament, and Nevada is the sixth. And Nevada's pretty good. We already saw that. Yeah. They've just lost the last couple, so right now they're on the outside looking in. But, yeah, Joe Lenardi thinking that the Mountain West could get six. But if they get five, that right now is the same number as the Pac-12 and the ACC combined. And those are two of the, quote, power conferences. Yeah. Mountain West Conference is that good this year in men's basketball. Now, they're going to have to back it up in the tournament. I no mean, doubt. no more, you know, for one, an NCAA tournament game. And Utah I keep State, picking them like an idiot I know, every I pick, year. <laughs> I do, too. Utah State has only won once yeah. ever in the NCAA tournament. So these teams, you know, if they're going to get in, they got to start winning some games. Colorado State got upset a couple of years ago by Michigan when they were favored just in the win, first round. Just win the games you're supposed to win, right? We're right? not asking you to, to yeah. go on a sweet 16 run, but yeah. win the game that's your favorite to win. Yeah, it the Aztecs the did their part last year. They need some help from the rest of the conference because that's going to boost everybody going forward. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, all right, let's get to break. We have uh, some more Padre talk. Is it? Are we doing Padres Pin Pal? Yes. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Well, there's been no news, so no questions. <laughs> just just comments about how the team is not coming along. Well, we'll get into some PPP when we return more Gwyneth so Chris. Good to hear. All right, Gwyneth Chris. 
2.36 is the time. Here is a uh, quick list of uh, great Hall of Fame type Major League Baseball managers I put together. Bobby Cox, uh, Terry Francona, be in there one day, Joe Torre, Tony La Russa, Dusty Baker, Whitey Herzog, Dick Williams. I hate to include him, but Tommy Lasorda. Anyway, <laughs> Mike Schilt. In four years, it's a smaller sample size. Better winning percentage than every one of those guys. Mm. So just something to keep in mind. You know, when we talk about, you know, this Padres offseason, part of the offseason was bringing in Mike Schilt. And I think we've kind of forgotten all of that. Right? No, there's definitely. Right? It's like it, basically the the the, the storyline in San Diego so far in this offseason is we lost Juan Soto and we've added nobody. <laughs> That's pretty much what you all are thinking out there. I don't I don't know I, that it's 100% I hear no, accurate. I hear no lies. It's yeah. not it's not accurate because they have added a bunch well, of players. I, I didn't no, no, say no, it was no. accurate. He's not I'm ac- saying that's yeah. what people are thinking. That is the thought process. It's not about right. who they've actually added. I can actually understand that because we haven't seen the guys yet. We exactly. So it's easy for it to be connected to, man. We lost Juan Soto, and we've only added what we got in that trade. Right? We know that's not actually we true. We haven't signed anybody. When, we haven't you, improved this. Our team has you, gotten a lot worse. When you draw the cliff notes up on January twenty sixth. Pretty much what it would say. That's what I've seen so far, or at least I've read or tweeted or heard. Anyway, we'll find out a little bit more about the Padres. We get into our Padre pen pals here in just a second. Coming up on the program, our countdown in the three o'clock hour, in the four o'clock hour, put up or shut up time. We will pick the NFL championship games. Have our interview of the day a little bit later on. Regular segments, daily gambit. Chris first, the fans, the Big Five, but Scraby. People have questions. Tony and I hopefully have some answers. Yes, but first, Tony, people want to know about your game with AJ. Oh, first, wait, we can't did you get talk to that business? Until, uh, did you talk business at all? What business? While are he's you guarding to? him? Did you find did yeah, while he's guarding him, hey, did you did you get an outfielder yet while he's like backing down the hoop or something? No, at six in the morning, that's the farthest okay. thing from my mind is okay. did you get an outfielder? No, they just uh, want to hear about the game. It was good. We got about six runs in this morning. Uh six. six? six How many games? points do you play to? Uh, we played a f- well, first game is the seventeen by twos and threes, and then fifteen games are fifteen by twos and three after, and then the last game is to twenty one twos and threes. Oh, you! I thought you were going down in the no, uh, no, amount we, you had to score. Last one, everybody's going home. You, you empty the tank. Yeah. I was going to tell you that I haven't played a pickup basketball game in the era of the three point shot. In terms of ever, <gasps> wait, are you serious? Yeah, well, I, played a pick-up I mean, I played. A, I don't ever remember playing a pickup basketball a game where line. you got three points for a three pointer. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, everything was just one point, I, right? It, you, you just it, got you played to like fifteen twos. by yeah. ones. You can go ones, you can go ones and twos. Yeah, but, you know, I think now in this day and age, they want the three. No, I think it's everybody who's playing is like over forty. So we we want to, <laughs> and we want everybody to to get on the because there's usually guys waiting, right? So. The quicker you can, you guys get are these ancient, games man. Yeah. Over forty. Wow. Good thing I haven't been playing in that game. Well, you know, there ain't. I don't see these old people. I don't see too many sixty-year-olds out there. These oh, old people. Wow. Hello, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember the golden days of playing in the. I remember when I used to play at the uh, Jewish Community Center with my buddy Michael Ovko, and we used to kind of chuckle at the guys who played before us in the over thirty league. <laughs> And think, boy, these guys, the over 30 league, 
That's Good thing the, we're not in that. That's the grown man league yeah, right there. Boy, those are those were the days. No, it was a good it was a good good run, good little early morning workout to get the day started. Yeah, that is a good workout. Yeah. You are looking good today. All right, Scrape. You know, How now that you? I've w- lost all this weight, I think you should invite me along because I'm a good player. And you can dunk. Yeah. Uh, I can't dunk. I said I could grab the rim. I didn't say I could dunk. Yeah, no. Can't do just it. invite him along I, I, just I, I, to see if he can. Oh, you know I what? Can't. Invite him over and say, if you can grab the rim, we'll let you play. <laughs> it's in your neck of the woods, too, Scrape. Where are you get? Oh, uh, you, wait. You're driving all the way to the coast at 6 a.m.? You five, love five your basketball. 30. Yeah, man. Wow. And you know what I like about it is by the time... You know, at one point after like four games, I looked up and it was like only seven o'clock. I was like, "We only been out here for an hour." I've, my lungs feel like we've been out here for like three. But I get done at like seven forty-five, drive home, and I still got like all of the day to kind of no. I get it. Out. So it's, it was good. I, I don't mind getting up there early, right. and getting a little workout. Well, in. now that I know it's in my neck of the woods, I need an invite. Next well, time. I, you know, you could always show. Well, up. The reason you're not you the reason you're not going to get an invite is because the first thing you would do is go over to AJ Preller while you're guarding him and ask him who he's planning to sign. No, I know. And better then he than would that. immediately kick you out of the gym. Well, no, I know Some, that. Sometimes I don't know if you actually. No, know I know better. better than that because I know basketball is like an AJ Preller sanctuary. Well, so I don't want to bother anybody. Yeah, you I like, just want to be a part of the game. Yeah, well, they don't want you to be. So. <laughs> Just figure Scrape. it out, it's, will you? You know, I, I I invite you anywhere, but I can't invite you there, dog. Figure Sorry. it out. <laughs> figure it out, he says. Yeah. I'm going to show up next time. Oh, boy. Unannounced. All right, Padres Pen Pals, let's, uh, let's answer some questions. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time to ask the experts, Padres fans. I was hoping maybe you can bring a little insight into it. Write us, tweet us, Facebook us. Send a carrier pigeon for Chris. He thinks they're cute. Padres Pen Pals begins. Hurt the Pelota big time. Now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. It's been a while since we've done Padres Pen Pals, but I get some messages sometimes, and uh, I ask the guys. During the season, it's much more. We do it at least once a week because there's lots of questions. But, you know, I went through my inbox, and I piled up some questions, and so we're going to get started with this one. Cade writing in. Chris, you're up first. And the reason I put you first, maybe you'll recognize. Hey, gang, big-time Padres fan here. All right. First, that's that's Chris's phrase. Hey, gang. Oh, hey, gang. Hey, gang. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I got it from? Who? Not intentionally, but it just rolls off the tongue for me. Uh, Jerry Coleman uh, used to oh, go with he the sure Hey, did. Gang. Yep. He was a Hey, Gang guy. Oh, all right. There you go. <laughs> Anything uh, to honor hey the Yeah, seriously. <laughs> hey, gang. Hey, gang. Big, to- big time Padres fan here. First, I appreciate your show because of how real it is. You all give your opinion, even if it's not popular at all. Here's my unpopular Padres opinion. The Padres are set for a rebuilding season this year. Chris, it's crazy to think that, yes, but is it really? No, it's not. Um, I think you could have said the same thing about the Dodgers last year, and they ended up with 100 wins. Uh, 
didn't do them any good in the playoffs, but I, I don't think you could call last season a rebuilding year for the Dodgers. And the Padres have too much they have too much talent and too much money invested in these guys to have a quote rebuilding season. What they are doing is resetting the money they're spending so that they don't have to pay a ton of money in luxury tax tax. And Tony explains it better than I do, but if you go over the luxury tax, I think three years in a row, it costs you beyond an arm and a 50%. leg. 50%. So what is so, the question again? The question is, is He's it saying, a crazy is this a rebuilding thought? season? And yeah. you're saying? I'm saying it's not because oh, okay. the Dodgers, yeah, the Dodgers, you could have said they had a rebuilding season last year because they didn't do anything. Okay. And they won 100 games. So I don't think the Padres are attacking this as a rebuilding season in any way, shape, or form. Tony, is it a crazy thought to think this is a rebuilding season? Yeah, it's a crazy thought. The better word is maybe retool, reshuffle. Uh, what was the word you used? Uh, Rejigger. Re- <laughs> no, that's you. What, that. what word did you use? I'm looking in the question. at uh, re, uh, rebuilding. Rebuild, right? Yeah. yeah, rebuild. It's not a rebuild. You got Fernando Tatis Jr., you got Bogarts, you got Machado. You got this. This this doesn't resemble a, a team that's rebuilding. Maybe retooling. Maybe reshuffling. Maybe what did you say rejiggering. <laughs> <laughs> yes, rejiggering. <laughs> it could be any one of those, but I think uh, rebuild is probably not probably. It's definitely too strong. All right, thank you to Cade for that one. Our next Padres pen pal, Sean. I'm patiently waiting for the Padres to start filling up their roster, but I can say this has been a terrible offseason for the team. I know the trade of Soto was necessary, but that combined with two outfielders currently on the roster with less than a month ago is why I say this offseason would deserve an F. Tony, what grade would you give it? I would give it an incomplete. INC? INC. Um... The thought is that when spring training starts, hold on, hold on. I, I was, I missed your INC. I not allowed. No, Give no, a grade. No, that is allowed. No, I've seen it on my kids. Wait a second. Cards. Where did you go? You've been sitting was, right there the whole time. I was answering the chat, and I incomplete. And then I realized he said INC because I knew. Yeah, I knew that was going to be the answer. There is this thought that when spring training begins, free agency ends. Not the case. Or an off-season ends, for that matter. No. As we saw Manny Machado sign after spring training. We saw Eric Hosmer sign after spring training. You see guys sign after spring training. You're not making anybody feel better by saying that Eric Hosmer signed after spring training. So you just gloss over Manny Machado and just forget about that Yeah, I mean, people tend to focus on the negative. Yeah, you know. Did did you guys know we're still paying (laughs) My man said he listens to the show because we're real. So this is a real answer. Yeah, true. Uh, I don't think it's over. I think it's it's an incomplete. Incomplete. Until opening day starts, then uh, then I can give you official letter grade. Okay. Not not happy with that answer. Chris, if you say INC... You can't. So what is your grade for the offseason? C minus. Okay, thank you. C minus. Uh, C minus because they have too many holes right now. Um, you know, but that's your grade today. I mean, I have to say that if they fill these holes, it's going to so be this different. Is, this is a progress report. Then, right. Drake it's a progress change. report. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's the best I can do. Okay. But but I do want to say that the uh, to me, you know, having Bob Melvin leave and being able to replace him with somebody I regard as a manager that has every chance to be as good, if not better, 
than Bowmel, I think is a pretty impressive addition. So that got them to the C minus. Yeah, I think you've got to consider that. And you got to consider all these arms they got from the Yankees. But we have to wait and see which ones pan out. But I'm not giving an F like uh, the, the guy called Sean, in or Sean. wrote in there. I think that's In fact, I'm going to upgrade to a C. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go even a little better. I, I, I don't think it's been a bad offseason. It's, it's a rejiggering. <laughs> rejiggering is necessary from time to time. It's, it's a jarring word. <laughs> um, I guess I should have called it. Or, yeah, I, I, I guess he said it was like a report, but I took it as a report card. It should have been a progress report, so Tony couldn't have given an incomplete. I, well, no, you definitely can give incompletes on, on a on progress prog- report. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, thanks, Sean. He just did. Thanks, Sean. Oh, uh, Brent on the chat says, we signed, I think they traded for Sean Manaya near the end of spring training, right? They, they traded. traded for him, yeah. Yes, but still, another you guy that they brought in. keep adding to the roster. All right, this one's from Nate. Chris, you're up first, and Nate writes in saying, I want to know one thing. Mike what do Schil- you want to know, Nate? Mike Schilt has a lot to prove in his first year as manager, and I am okay with the manager hiring, but I'm not okay with the missed playoffs last year. This team is mostly the same, minus some big names, but the core is there. Manny, Toddy, Xander are all the guys that need to step up and have a great year. Chris, how is Mike Schilt going to be different than Bowmel? Well, I I know a lot different behind the scenes. I think you're going to see something in front that you didn't see as much of, and that's a little fire and brimstone. I mentioned it in the last segment. I think he, you're going to see him get out. I mean, you know, look, Bowmel got kicked out of a lot of games last year. How many he ended actually up getting kicked did. out of Tony? Maybe it five or five, six? Yeah, five or six. I know it was the most in his career. Yeah, the frustration started to take its hold there some in August, September. But I think you'll see Mike Schilt be a little more, you know, a little more aggressive, you know, from time to time, challenge some questions after games. I like it. So, but behind the scenes, he's going to put these guys in the best position to win, try to get them to relax and play their best game. And everybody who thinks that Mike Schultz is going to decide this season is mistaken. What's going to decide the season is the performances of these guys that all had less than stellar seasons a year ago. We've pointed it out on numerous occasions. They all had worse OPSs last year than their career OPSs suggest. Yeah. So this year, you know, the likes of everyone have to be better. And if they are and they're up to what we think they're capable of doing – I don't see why they can't contend for a playoff spot and probably even get one. Real quick, I was wrong about his career ejections. Uh, it was the second most in his career. Arizona? With five. Arizona has two other ones, but the one that leads was 2021 A's, oh. six ejections. Okay. That must have been in the first half because they were struggling. He's like bit. 19th on the list of all time of ejections. <laughs> Bobby Cox leads the way, doesn't he? I'll look it up. Sure by a wide margin. Wow, a wide margin. No, Earl. Uh, Earl just—he uh, just had some lengthy ones. He, when he had was out some there. memorable <laughs> ones. But Bobby Cox he used to get ejected, you know, five times a week. Yeah, he did. Uh, all right. Oh, Tony. Yes. Let me go back to the question. How is Mike Schilt going to be different than Bowmel? First, they, they have different personalities, so I think they will address they address situations differently. You know, I think. Mike's going to come with, my guess is he's going to come with the, um, from a perspective of, of positivity and love all the time. 
And, you know, I think we'll see those changes. I think there's some truth to what Chris is saying, too. Like, I don't think, I don't look at Mike as a, you know, having a red hair, but I do think <laughs> there will be times. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> no, I haven't either. I do think there will be times where, you know, he won't allow it to work itself out. You know what I'm saying? I think he will maybe approach things in a, in a manner that more urgency helps it along a mm. little bit more. All right. Um, okay. That was from Nate's real quick. We have a submission from my Twitter account from Brian do, and this is not really a question. It's just a exploratory question. Do non roster invitees get paid the MLB minimum while they're in camp? Do well, you know? There is no MLB. First of all, nobody gets paid a salary during spring training. You get mill money, then they, you know, they put, they put you, you up, up. They put you up where you're staying. All right. So to answer your question, no, no. they don't get the league minimum, <laughs> but they do get the same big league mill money that the dudes who are oh. under contract get. Do you know how much that is? It's different than it was when when I was playing. Where does the money from uh, spring training ticket sales go? I to the it. announcer fund? <laughs> no. To the <laughs> podcaster <laughs> fund? <laughs> I don't know that there's selling enough tickets in spring training, honestly. All right, no, here. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Okay. Here we go. Thank you for trying to answer, though. Last one from Laura. What is it? Thank you. The music. Yes. Uh, you guys went through all the giveaways yesterday, and I personally like the Fernando Tatis bucket hat, which is a pretty sweet one, actually. Um I think Tony's up first. Which one did you like the most? I mean, for me, I'm always going to like anything that helps me look fly on the soccer field, right? So oh. I'm going to go with the straw hat. I didn't see that on the list yesterday. Uh, I think there's one. I think I saw uh, there's a hat for a sure. mock-up one. One thing, oh, okay. one thing we can say, Scraby, both and you bucket, and I. The bucket hat. The bucket yeah. hat one thing I thing. can say, and that I, this is a clear no-doubter, Tony looks great in every one of those Padre giveaway hats. True. You and I look awful. And don't say speak for yourself. (laughs) Speak for yourself. No, I'm not saying speak. Scraby wore his bucket hat out on the golf course the time we went with him. Hey, did it he, didn't work, and he even said, like on the small. third hole, this thing's too small. T- squeezing his it's, brains out. <laughs> you know what's funny is I have a pinhead, I have a small head, a pinhead, and <laughs> that thing was it was it was left marks around my forehead because it yeah. was kind of tight. No, it was a little tight. Was it wasn't that it. it was so much tight; it was that it didn't it wasn't deep enough. It was like. Yeah. Like sat I on looked the top like Miss Muffet <laughs> <laughs> sat on a tuffet. He tried to squeeze your head it, in it there. It did, yeah. It was not good. It looked like a doily on top of my head. <laughs> As I said, you and I do not look exactly drip in those Padre oh, giveaway hats. I, even drip. I need definition. No, I'm just hey, kidding. You need a definition no, of drip? That one. We've definitely, for you guys listening, we've definitely teased a segment where I give Chris... Whatever new lingo there is. Oh, yes. We're going to develop this in the break. (laughs) We're developing it as we speak. All right. Thank you to Cade, Sean, Nate, and Laura for their submissions to Padre Pen Pals. Thank you, guys. All right. Padre Pen Pals for this week. Hopefully, we'll have some more Padre news to discuss next week. When we come back, we'll discuss the Daily Gambit in which one of us went 0 for 4 last night. I'll let you guess who that was. Chris. (laughs) Gwen and Chris coming back with more. Maybe. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 